1: Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
0: Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Coryell, so excited to be back here for another week to inspire, empower, and encourage you to get that ass to work. If you happen to enjoy the show, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. And I also love receiving your feedback, so feel free to drop your girl a five-star review. If you are enjoying um, these episodes, then you are absolutely going to get your entire life on April 24th, right here in ATL, as I host my very first live podcast. Y'all, I am so excited. This has been something that I've wanted to do literally for years now, and I finally have the opportunity to do it in celebration Of our 100th episode. So you probably know that this is episode 99. That's episode 100. So there's going to be a little break between now and then. So the next time you will be able to get some of these Confessions of a Workaholic is on April 24th. I am so excited and hope that you will be able to join me. For my loyal listeners, since this really truly is a celebration for all of us, 400 plus thousand workaholics around the world rocking with the confessions of a workaholic podcast I want to make sure that I do something special for you so for those of you who listen to this literally like the moment I hit upload there are people who listen as soon as it goes up sometimes I post don't even let people know and hundreds of people have already tuned in so if you are one of those first uh, 20 people who are tuned in to the podcast, will be in Atlanta April 24th. Hit the link. I put a link in the show notes for you to claim a free ticket to join me at my very first live podcast. Because like I said, this is a celebration for all of us. And I could not be doing this. I would not. Continue to do this if I didn't have your support. Um, Y'all are so loyal. You keep me going. You're always sliding in my DMs, always sending me um, emails, letting me know how much these podcast episodes um, impact your life. And I am just so thankful to have such a loyal um, listener base. So tap the link in the show notes if you want to claim one of those 20 free tickets that I'm giving away to my loyal listeners. That's on April 24th. But on April 25th, I'm doing something that has never been done, bringing together some of your favorite boss babes. The four of us have never been on a panel at an event together in the same room at the same time. And so if you are really serious about yourself and your success, then I am telling you that April 25th, there is no other place that you need to be than at my passport to payday workshop and training, okay? I am bringing together Maya Elias, Chloe Cleves, and Emily de la Cruz, and of course myself, to really help you whether you are starting, building, growing, scaling, no matter what phase of the process you are in within your business or within your entrepreneurial journey, it pays to be in the room. You are going to have access to experts in their industry. And so that's on April 25th. The link is also in the show notes as well as my Instagram bio at Yell, if you are following me there. This week I got Montego Bay, literally, probably today. I'm recording this on Tuesday, but you're probably listening on uh, Wednesday, so I'm probably already in Jamaica for my busy at the beach Montego Bay sleigh. And as exciting as that may sound, I'm beach y'all, like I am... I'm not tired, I am just um, I'm busy. You know, I'm super busy these days, but blessed. I'm definitely not complaining. Getting ready, literally about to pack right now for Montego Bay. I don't know why I do this to myself every time, but somehow I do. If I could pay somebody to just come over and pack for me, I promise you I would. And then unpack, because unpacking is even a bigger struggle. Um, But if you are not able to get in where you fit in and join me at my Montego Bay sleigh, then you definitely want to get yourself together For the Cancun Beach Bash that I am hosting August 8th through 11th at the five star moon palace um, in Cancun all right it's going to be an amazing experience again it pays to be in the place what better way to um, you know work work hard and play hard have an amazing all-inclusive vacation alongside some of the, the industry's leading boss babes all right so Log on to BusyAtTheBeach.com if you're interested in joining me in Cancun. I have not announced my next uh, destination yet. I'm still trying to decide, Um, but get on the list at at BusyAtTheBeach.com so that you will find out when that is and so that you can secure your spot for Cancun. So that's not keeping me busy enough. Over the weekend, I had, it wasn't just busy. It was full of blessings. It was so productive. I was you know speaking and presenting and moderating, but I still learned so much because again, it pays to be in the room. Let me say this too I got into a little um I'm not gonna say an argument I got into a little disagreement on someone else's page, and I feel bad for even saying this because I talk about people who do this, but I felt like this post was relevant to me. it's related to the things that I do, so I responded I commented that's what social media is for, right to share your opinion with people and be social so the post was one that i'm sure you've seen it basically says something about um if i have to pay to come to your empowerment event uh are you really empowering me or if i need a payment plan to afford your empowerment event am i really being empowered and i'm thinking first of all people pay ridiculous amounts of money and waste their money all day every day on sneakers, on bags, on, you know, all of these ridiculous, on bundles, you know, all of these crazy things that people spend and waste their money on. But then you are throwing shade at people who are looking to invest in themselves because nobody's attending these events unless they fit. Nobody's paying to, let me be clear. Nobody's paying to attend these events flying into a city Right. To attend these events, unless they feel like it's a worthwhile investment, unless they feel like they're, they're going to actually learn something, they're going to actually connect with people. Um, and so I had to respond, got into it a little bit with a couple of people in the comments who I guess have been turned off by by empowerment events. And I can be honest in saying that I've been to some events and I've literally felt like, girl. I'm mad I took a picture in this outfit. I'm mad I came out of the house today. I'm mad I just wasted the, that $8 Uber getting here because this was a waste of my time. I didn't meet anybody new. I didn't learn anybody new. So I've, I've definitely been there and done that. But I create WorkPricely and I curate the programming for that reason with that in mind because I never want somebody to walk away from WorkPricely and feel like they wasted their time or feel like, okay, that was good but what am I gonna do with this information? My entire goal is for people to walk away with tangible things that they can add to their business. You don't even gotta wait till you go home. I have people who attend the Income Creation Intensive on Thursday, go home and and get to work Thursday night, and on Friday they're able to tell me about something that they've done in their business, something that they've been procrastinating on. So if you are one of those people who invest In these events and then you actually apply the information that's what it comes down to it's only a waste of time if you waste your time you waste your time by not applying the information by getting all hyped up by getting all empowered by feeling good but then going home and not doing nothing with it that's on you all right if you don't do nothing with it that's on you but it pays to be in the room so I had the pleasure of being a part of the real social proof conference On Thursday and Friday and then the SOAR conference with Black Enterprise on Saturday and again although I was speaking although I was on stage just being surrounded by these amazing experts you know in their own right in their own industries I learned so many lessons so I am definitely an advocate for attending conferences, for connecting with people, for not just going to these conferences to learn from the people on stage, but to connect from the people who are sitting next to you. There was so much power in those rooms, from executives to entrepreneurs, Um, and so definitely pays to be in the place, but I got to tell you, after... Getting home on Saturday, so Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I was on the stage, had a microphone in my hand, was literally, or, you know, it was fancy at Black Enterprise, so I was mic'd up, had my little lapel mic, right? Um, But after feeling the feeling of living out my purpose, and the only way that I can explain this feeling, ladies, fellas, y'all might not get this, and I don't have that many fellas listening anyway, so this is for y'all, ladies, but you know that feeling When you meet a guy and it's like the first, let's say the first week, right? The first seven days that you meet this guy and you're so excited about him. Y'all are going out, you know, he's calling you all the time. He's texting you all day. He's hitting you with the good morning, beautiful text messages, the good night, sweethearts, all the right stuff. Whatever your love language is, he is speaking that thing. And you feel that excitement every day. You wake up excited because you know that this guy, you know that feeling, right? Right? Right, I know you do. That is the feeling that you get when you're living out your purpose. Whatever that looks like for you. So for me, it's speaking. For me, it's teaching. For me, it's being up on the stage, getting the reaction, the feedback from the audience, really feeling like I'm impacting someone's life. That's what does it for me. That is the best way that I can describe that feeling. So being able to have that feeling three days in a row in front of three amazing audiences by Saturday, by the time I got home Saturday after the third event, after the biggest stage of my career, Black Enterprise, with T.D. Jakes, y'all, all all I could do was cry. I gotta keep it real. Like, that is, because I could not even formulate, like, words to talk to somebody about how proud I was, how good I felt, how confirmed um, I felt in my calling. Like, There was no way for me to describe it. So all I I could do is cry about it. Literally cry for like 20 minutes straight because it was such a good feeling of all the hard work is paying off. Not that it has paid off because I still have work to do, right? It's not the end all be all. After you accomplish one goal, you got to get to the next. But it feels really good to know that the things that I'm doing is not in vain. People see me right sometimes you just got to know that somebody sees you so for for them to reach out to me this isn't something that i pitched myself for you know i didn't have a publicist pitch me i didn't submit a speaker submission for them to reach out to me because they saw me they saw something in me that they felt that their audience needed that says a lot for a brand like black enterprise that's our parents parents right that's 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 I don't want to say old money, but that's like, it has a solid foundation. It has a really solid um, reputation in the black community. So for them to reach out to little old millennial me, right? When they're not even known for necessarily millennial focused events, I felt pretty damn proud. I already felt proud that they reached out, but to actually show up and show out, to actually make God proud, to actually be a vessel, or his vision, right? Once it was done, I'm like, man, I made him proud. I did it and all I could do was cry about it, right? But after I got done crying, after I wiped away the tears, I really started thinking like from the beginning of my speaking career to where I am now with at the, I don't wanna say at the height of my speaking career cause it's definitely not that, but at a big milestone, in my speaking career, the biggest stage so far. What has it been that I've done that's gotten me here, right? Because I think that looking back to see what what's helped you be successful is the key to continuing to be successful. Otherwise, you're just out here shooting in the dark. You're just trying things. It's a bunch of trial and error. But when you figure something out, when something works, you need to see why it worked, what you did, so that you can duplicate that process. And so. For me to be able to continue to do this moving forward and for me to be able to help you do whatever it is that you want to do, because I feel like success in any capacity, at any level, no matter what the goal is, it takes a lot of the same things to get there, right? Success is not simple. I mean, I'm sorry, success is simple, right? It's simple, but it's not easy. Success is simple, but it's not easy. You gotta master something and then consistently do that thing. That's success. Master something and then consistently do that thing consistently show that you're a master at it, right? That's success. That's the secret. It's consistency. And so the things that I've done since 2000, I think it was 14, when I put myself on my own stage for the very first time speaking, because in the past, I would just like sit in the back of the room, right? And And then I worked up the nerve to introduce the speakers. And then... I worked up the nerve to get on the stage and actually give myself a workshop like put myself on the agenda it took me three years to to do that at my own event y'all okay so to be able to go from building up the nerve to do that thinking that it was gonna be all good like girl you're gonna do it this year this year you're gonna keynote your own thing if you know that you want to create a, a career traveling the world empowering and impacting women how are you going to have your own event? Got all of these people coming to see you and you're not even delivering. You're not even adding. You're not even speaking to them. You're, you're giving them all these other people, but they want to hear from you. And I knew that, but I had to really get up the nerve to do it. So it sounded really good, right? I had gassed myself up to do it, but literally the week before, I couldn't sleep at all. And when I say I couldn't sleep at all, y'all, I mean, I couldn't sleep at all. The entire week, every night I was tossing and turning. My stomach was in knots the morning of, I was probably like shivering and shaking <laughs> in the bathroom before I had to go up on the stage. I mean, it was, it was a struggle. I, could, I remember it like it was yesterday. So to be able to go from scared as shit, if, to get in front of a hundred, to confidently stand in front of 1400, there had to be something that I did between there. Right. And I know you want to know if I was you, I would want to know, because that's how you can skip has the struggle right and not that you can skip it let me not even say that scratch that from the record because you can't skip the struggle but you can skip some of my struggles so some of the mistakes that I've made some of the mistakes that I've made some of the lessons I've learned I want to be able to share that with you so at least those things those struggles those little stressors hopefully you can skip those so again what is the secret? What was it? What did I do? That's what I was trying to figure out. And then I started tweeting. And I'm going to read y'all my little, my little tweets. This is a summary of my thoughts in like five tweets. And then we're going to get into what we're going to get into. So here it is. The secret, y'all, this is the secret. The secret is staying down. Staying down for yourself, not getting distracted, not settling because you're impatient. Staying down for yourself shows, God, you are serious. That's what I think that it is. Period. Staying down. That is the one thing, even though that I've built several brands, I've done all the things, Right, I've, I've, I've fulfilled my purpose in a several, several different ways, on several different pra- platforms, through several, several different products. Right? No matter what I'm selling or what I'm building, the one thing I've consistently done has been to figure out what I wanted to do and stay down for that thing. No matter what came up, no matter who tried to stop me, no matter what obstacle came out of nowhere, I always stay down. And so because I feel like that is truly the secret to my success, and I mean success in all areas of my life, right? I can show you a picture of me from 2012 when I was still eating meat, when I didn't care about my health, right? Before all my natural, organic, non-GMO-ish. I'm not vegan, but I'll be trying. I'll be trying, y'all. But I can show you a picture of myself before I was down, before I was loyal to myself. Personally, I'm not just talking about professionally, I'm not just talking about building my speaking career and being loyal to that. I'm talking about just being loyal to my star player, just taking care of my star player, myself. Only person that I really truly have to answer to every day for the rest of my life, making sure that I'm good. I can show you physically the difference of not staying down, when you just eating any and everything, you got all the bad habits, you're in all the unhealthy, toxic situations, relationships, environments, I can show you what that looks like 30 pounds ago, 30 pounds heavier, right? Versus when I decided to start taking myself seriously and staying down for what that meant to me. Not to say that you gotta be natural, vegan, organic, non-GMO, whatever, but staying down for whatever you decide you deserve. Staying down for that. So personally, that's what it looks like. Got myself together physically. Spiritually, found a spiritual center that I like. They happen to be in LA, so I have to, you know, listen online. But it's still amazing, impactful. I have to meditate. I have to pray. I have to write out. If I went like accidentally, not even doing it on purpose, I was just so wrapped up in workplace prep that I went probably five weeks, six weeks without writing down my notes, without writing down my thoughts. So when I tell you that I was a mess. And then I'm like, I'm a mess, I'm confused. I don't have clarity because I haven't been writing down my thoughts. So there are certain things that I have to do for my spiritual relationship, things that I gotta stay down, things that I gotta be loyal by doing in order for my spirituality to be right. So physically, I gotta be loyal, gotta stay down to whatever that means for me. Spiritually, I gotta do the same thing. Professionally, financially, Whatever you decide that you want to do, you have to stay down for that. Stay down for that decision, right? You say you want it, stay down for it. My relationship, I promise you I'm going to write a book about it. I haven't started it yet. I'm like, I got to get a ring first because y'all not going to be talking about me, talking about I'm out here trying to give relationship advice and she don't even have a ring on her thing. I already went through that with a single wife. I'm not playing with y'all no more because I have learned so much And I have so much to share with y'all, it's coming. But one of the major things in me being able to attract the man for me, not just a man, because we could get a man, y'all could get a man, but we don't just want a man, we want the man, the man that God created for you. So in order for me to do that, I had to stay down for myself. I had to stay down for my standards, right? Stay loyal to myself through my single season. Regardless of how impatient I was or how impatient I wanted to be, regardless of how uh, bad I wanted to go on a date tonight, how bored I was, regardless of how easy it would have been to settle for any guy that was coming along, any guy that was willing to spend money or spend time or all of the other silly reasons that we end up settling, I could have easily done those things and I would have ended up in another unhappy, toxic maybe abusive relationship. So, but until I decided to stay down for myself, for what I believed I deserved, I wasn't gonna be able to attract someone that I, that I did deserve. So physically getting myself together, losing the weight and adopting a healthy lifestyle is not just about losing weight, but for me, it was. For you, do you boo. I can only speak for myself. But physically I had to get serious spiritually I had to get serious right with my finances with my relationships even before I had a relationship I had to get serious about myself before so- someone else was gonna come along and be serious about me all right so all the way around I really truly feel like that's been the secret that's been my sauce so I have for you six ways six things I need for you to understand So that you can stay down because the secret is staying down staying down for yourself being loyal to you so get your notebooks ready six things that i need for you to understand number one in order to stay down you got to understand your principles even if you don't understand your purpose so you might be one of those people who is still searching we're all searching i don't believe your purpose is like this one end all be all thing and even if it is one thing you you're going to express it in multiple ways so you're constantly going to be searching for ways to live out your life's purpose but even if you are clueless about your purpose have no idea what it is and you can't stay down to that necessarily you still got to be willing to stay down for your principles right so what are the things that you refuse to accept in any area of your life whether you're at work at home with your man with your mama what are those principles Because if I don't respect myself personally with the men that I'm dating, I'm probably not gonna respect myself in business. I'm probably not gonna respect myself in these business deals, right? So I have to stay down for my principles. I have to stay down for the things that I believe that I deserve. Staying down shows God how serious you are. Staying down for yourself shows God how serious you are. If you're willing to take any and everything, right? If you're willing to just go with the first guy that says, girl, I'm gonna marry you, which is what I was willing to do at 24, because that's, that's what I thought I wanted. So that is literally what I attracted. If you're willing to do that, God is not gonna bless no mess, right? So if you've been feeling like every, everywhere that I turn, every move that I make, I'm running into an obstacle, I'm not being successful, then maybe that thing is not a part of your purpose. All right. Maybe that maybe you are really, truly not understanding or even establishing principles for yourself. So number one, understand your principles, even if you don't understand your purpose. You got to have a baseline. There, there's got to be something that are just like your life, um, like your mission statement, you know, like your standards, your rules for engagement. Right. These are the things that you live by, the principles that you live by. What are those things that you're going to stay down for? So it doesn't matter what job you're working, what business you're starting, what man you're you're dated, right? These are the principles across the board that doesn't matter nobody else, doesn't matter what they do. These are the things that you refuse to accept. That's number one. Number two, you got to limit the distractions. So there are several things that I've done over the years that I know were a waste of my time. People that I've been connected to that I know were not aligned with my purpose that ended up being a waste of my time. People who I align my business with that I shouldn't have. Like so many things that I can definitely say, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You look back and, and, and know the things that were, a, weren't, I don't want to say a waste of your time, but weren't the best use of your time. The people who ended up being distractions. The deals that came across my desk That ended up being distractions, right? And so in order to stay down for yourself, you have to limit those distractions. You got to dead the sideline noise. You got to limit the time that you spend with the people who don't understand your purpose, the people who don't see that you're taking yourself seriously, right? The people who are not willing to get in line. You got to get right or you're going to get left. That's it. That has to be your life model if you're going to stay down for yourself. Limit the distractions. I don't care if this is your homegirl, this has been your homegirl since first grade. I don't care if it's your man or your mama. If they are distracting you from the thing that you know that God is calling you to do, I'm here to remind you that your purpose is bigger than you. I'm here to remind you that your purpose is bigger than a temporary situation. You can't allow temporary situations outside opinions To distract you from your purpose so in order to stay down you have to be willing to limit the distractions everyone can't have access to you when you start taking yourself seriously other people will start taking you seriously and one way to do that is by limiting your distractions teaching people how to treat you deading the sideline noise all of those people on the sidelines with so much to say they're on the sidelines for a reason because they're not in the game living their own dreams that's why they have so much time to ridicule you so much time to critique you so much time to give you unsolicited feedback because they are sitting on the sidelines right that's why the people who you got to pay the people who really got advice the coaches the experts the mentors the teachers you got to pay those people You don't get to talk to them for free you get to talk to the people on the sidelines for free all day that's why they're willing to talk to you they have nothing better to do the people who really truly have the expertise the advice that you should be considering or finding valuable Those people are busy, they're playing the game. That's why you gotta pay to play with them. People on the sideline talking, they're talking for free all the time. So you gotta figure out how to limit that. Number three, you gotta figure out your lane, own that lane and then stay in your lane. So figure out your lane, what is that thing gonna be? I know that I'm an educator, right? Not just because I was a teacher but because I know that my life's purpose is to educate. Although I'm not a classroom teacher, anymore. I'm still educating every single day of my life. It's what I do. So education is one of those things that is just the foundation, the core, all of the things that I do, whether it's the books that I've written, the events that I host, this podcast, it's all a form of educating. That's my lane. So I figured that lane out, figured out how I'm going to own my own lane. So there's other educators, there's other speakers, there's other podcasters, but what is going to be unique about me? How do I own my own lane? And then I gotta stay there. I can't be veering off in somebody else's lane, trying to do what I think is working for her, trying to do what I think is the next money maker because so-and-so is making money. I have to make sure, again, I'm limiting my distractions and I'm owning my lane. God is not gonna bless you in somebody else's lane. I promise you he's not, ever. Not gonna bless you in somebody else's lane. So figure out your lane, own that lane, and then stay there, stay in your lane. Number four, you're not gonna like this one, but hey, I just, it real. Number four, in order to stay down, you have to practice patience, period. You have to be willing to practice patience. Remaining patient throughout the process is number one, gonna keep you from stressing yourself out. But number two, not remaining patient, being impatient is gonna cause you to rush things. And when you rush it, it ain't right. When you try to do things your way, you're gonna run into roadblocks. When you do things God's way, he's literally going to guide you, all right? When you do things your way, you're gonna consistently run into roadblocks. When you do things God's way, he's going to guide you. That's why when when successful people finally do it, they finally like quote unquote hit it big and you ask them, well, what was it? How'd you do it? A lot of times they can't explain it. Because God literally guided them exactly where they needed to be to get exactly what he promised. But you gotta practice patience so that he can guide you. If you're out here running like a, like a two-year-old, you're running, kicking and screaming, going crazy, and God is trying to settle you down so that he can redirect you and point you in the right direction, it's gonna take you a little bit longer for him to calm you down, clean you up, get you together, and then get you going. Whereas if you just stay calm, practice patience and allow God to guide you, he will get you there. You cannot trade your deadline for God's timeline. I promise you, you're going to be big mad. you are got to be mad if you try to do it on your own. All right. Don't do it your way. Do it God's way. Number five, understand that obstacles are opportunities to try again with a different strategy. That's it. That's all an obstacle is. It's an opportunity for you to try again with a different strategy. It's literally God, the universe, the forces that be saying, this is not the best way to do this. Or I need you to learn something else before I unlock this opportunity. What you have right now is not enough to get you through this next situation. So I need you to go back to the drawing board, rethink it, rework it, reposition, and let's try this thing again. That's all the obstacle is. No simply means next opportunity. That's it. That's it. No doesn't mean give up. No doesn't mean this is not for you. No doesn't mean God forgot about you. No simply means next opportunity. But if you stop looking, if you stop being open to the next opportunity, you're never going to get it. They're wrong teed. All right. But when you are prepared, he'll position you. When you are prepared, he will position you. Imagine if I would have gotten this black enterprise opportunity back in 2015. Y'all, I would have went up there and embarrassed myself. I would have embarrassed my mama. I would not, like, I would have been mad about anybody having the footage. I would not have been prepared. God forbid you get blessed and positioned before you're prepared. All right. I believe when you're prepared, he'll position you and not a moment before. You don't want to manifest the things that you have literally been hoping and wishing and praying for and then you're not prepared for it. You will be big mad if God gives you that thing, if he blesses you in that way and you're not ready. All right. When you are prepared, he'll position you. So I've been in communication in some way with Black Enterprise, somebody at Black Enterprise, different people. But in some way, I've established a relationship since 2015. 2015, I did my book tour. Black Enterprise was a media partner. 2016, my podcast was starting to pop a little bit. Um, And so I was able to, and I was writing for Black Enterprise at the time. I me not forget that part. So I was a contributor for Black Enterprise and my podcast was popular. So I got to attend um, two of the... No, just one that first year. One Women of Power Black Enterprise conference um, and do a recap, basically. So I was there as media. 2017... Was that 2017? My years might be off. So let me just say the next year because y'all might go back and fact check and be like, no, nah, she lying. I'm not lying. I just... Yeah. But 2015, definitely... Oh, that's why I'm confused. Okay, I released my book in 2015. The book tour wasn't until 2016. That's where the confusion came in. So 2016 is when they were a media partner. I don't want you to sound loud, so I want to make sure I get it right. 2016, they were a media partner for my book tour. 2017, I was a contributor, and I went and covered their event. 2018, I covered two of their events, and I interviewed the event founder and creator on my podcast right so over the these years the last five four years I've been building this relationship right in some way I've been connected I've kept up the connection I've kept the lines of communication open right if I had been asked to speak at any point before last week I would not have been prepared If I had been impatient, because of course I wanted to speak. I wanted to be a part of these events way back when, right? But if I had been impatient by 2018, I'm like, yo, they ain't asked me to speak yet. I'm not going to any more of these events. I'm not covering. I'm No, no, I'm not going to interview anybody on my podcast. Ask me to speak at your event. If I would have had that attitude, I would literally have missed out on the biggest opportunity of my career, okay? So being patient throughout the process. And then constant preparation during the process is crucial. Number six, you got to understand that sometimes it comes down to you being willing to put yourself on. Don't wait for somebody to come along and hire you. If the first speaking opportunity I would have gotten was on somebody else's stage, I would have embarrassed myself in front of other people. At least I got to practice on my own stage, in front of my own people, people who loved me. They came to see me right? So they're going to give me a little bit more grace. They're going to show me a little bit more love. They're going to be active and engaged with me. You need those things as a speaker. So as I was practicing, right? I got to practice on my own stage. I put myself on. I didn't wait for someone to hire me to keynote on their stage. I showed them what I could do on my own so that they could hire me for theirs, right? So create your own platform to showcase your skills, whatever those skills might be. Don't wait for someone to hire you, right? Don't wait for someone to co-sign you. Put yourself on. Show people what you can do before expecting them to pay you. Show them what you can do. Show them that you're willing to invest in yourself by putting yourself on before you expect them to come along and invest in you by paying you, all right? The secret is staying down. Success is simple, y'all. It's simple, but it ain't easy. So I want to encourage you to start wherever you are with whatever you have, right? Don't wait for the perfect time because that doesn't exist. Stop sitting on the sidelines, waiting around for the perfect time to get warmed up to get in the game. You already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to work. I love you. See you at the live podcast, April 24th, ATL. Peace.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.